a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells Sports Fitness Podcast with me. I'm Eugene Cordero. And me, I'm Ryan Stanger. Have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. This is solely based on our own working experience. A little bit of bro science. So, please keep in mind that we're not doctors, never claim to be. Nope. <clears throat> no. Nah. Just a couple of dumbbells. Love ourselves some fitness. Want to help you with yours. And the help can start right now. I got real sincere. You did. I, I had a weird moment where I thought... Am I saying discussion wrong? Oh, wow. I didn't, but um, it felt wrong. Yeah, the second time you did it, weird. <laughs> did I? Yeah. Discussion? Yeah, man, that's real. It's real. You're coming in real hot in the second part of that word. Discussion. Discussion. Too much on the yeah. second syllable? Yeah, man. It's like uh, remix to ignition. <laughs> well, careful. R. Kelly. What? <laughs> so what? He stands up and gets mad about things. He's an okay guy. Right? Oh. He didn't do anything weird. Oh, boy. What happened? Nah. When's this going to come out? <laughs> He'll be fine by then. Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome our guest to the weight room. I know her and love her as a, um, a co-star in Tacoma FD. You'll know her and love her because you watch fucking Tacoma FD now. Yep. <laughs> We're converting everybody. We're converting everybody because it's going to be great. You guys are going to think it's hot shit. You're going to be like, oh, they, they have fun because you'll, I mean, honestly, I got to say, chemistry on the set. Okay. Nothing as cool as this. I love it. I'm happy that I'm part of it. And we're going to do a million more. Is that, uh, by the time this comes out, we're going to have like three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let's welcome to the weight room, Hassie Harrison. Now, who is Hassie Harrison? Oh, wow. Um, snap. I ask myself that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back to you on that. <laughs> Hi, Hassie. Welcome. Thank you. We love that you're here. I love that I'm uh, the third co-star you've brought on. Oops. Not the first. Whoops. <laughs> uh, we we had uh, we had Marcus Mitt like early right after the pilot. We had Gabe a little bit ago, also promoting a little Tacoma. And then I think we'd probably be when this comes out, we'll maybe be like five or six episodes in, right? So the world would know, um, uh, Miss. Uh, Miss McConkey. Yeah. That's your character's name? <laughs> yeah. Lucy. Lucy McConkey. Be- before we get into it, I can I read Do you mind if I read the email that you sent in response to ours like our information? <laughs> yeah, sure. I just want Okay, it's 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 nothing big, but it just it just I thought it was funny because so I didn't read the initial email that Eugene sent out to you that kind of gave, we send everybody that does the show. Yeah. Like a, we send a, 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 a like a little email and then like a, about the podcast, just in case like you haven't right. listened to enough episodes or, right. um, we're, we're, yeah, what, or we're what not the, friends. <laughs> where the show's all about, where we meet, et cetera. So then Hassie responded, responded, awesome. So excited to chat with y'all. I think about top. I'll think about topics over the next week and let you guys know. Love cats. Love magic spells. Let the fun commence. And I was like, "What the fuck?" I mean, I thought it was like funny, but I was like, "Okay, I guess we could talk about cats and spells." And I was just like, "Try." I was just like, "All right, it's Hollywood and they're actors and people are whatever." I didn't realize that I have a cat. We record the weight room is uh, where I keep my cat. Yeah, yeah. And so Eugene, we have a cat. And so Eugene, we would always say like, "We have to mention that we have a cat." There's a disclaimer about 
yeah. Right. I didn't, I didn't know the disclaimer was in there. Yeah. <laughs> so I just thought that that just came out of like nowhere. Like no. you just saying like, hell yeah, let's do this show. I love cats. I love magic spells yeah. and rock and roll. So like in Eugene's email, like the disclaimer, it said like, we have a cat, like a black cat and yeah. magic spells or whatever. Something funny about it being a black cat. Something very funny about it. I'm yeah. not going to repeat it Nash. now because it's just really funny. And this is also a peek behind the curtain that I'm doing all the work. <laughs> So, like, and that I may or may not read people's yeah. emails for responses. So this podcast is happening because of me. But, uh, but uh, it, and your response was a completely appropriate and funny. So yeah, but cheers. I just thought you were a lunatic. I am. <laughs> yeah. Why is she talking about cats so much? Dude? Yes, yes. I, just, I thought it was great. But I've also thought either way, cool. You know, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Should be an interesting interview. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so how are you doing, Hassie? How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. Great. Yeah. Um, We're happy you're here. Uh, so so I want to ask, okay, so you guys are doing the show together. Yes. Uh, you've taped the whole season. Episodes are in the can. Now, All canned up. And yeah. we'll probably have like five, four or five left that people are cannot wait for. Right. So episodes are rolling out. Now, Eugene, I, I've known for years, he's a sardonic some bitch you know what i mean like he's like a he's a salty guy and i I've, I've never seen him be this pumped up about a work he's always happy with what he's doing i am but tacoma he's been like this has been one of the funnest experiences i've ever had and i'm really proud of the show do you share that sentiment are you does this feel special to you too sediment <laughs> sentiment yes <laughs> Do you share the same sediment? Yeah. Uh, Get ready because yeah, yeah. I will. We're super grounded. Yeah. yeah. Continue um, to uh, mispronounce words throughout um, the uh, Without a doubt. I'm so, so stoked to be a part of this cast and this show. And it's like, there's just so much heart and soul. And it's like, you know, the days can be exhausting, but it mainly because it feels like you're at like a 12 to 14 hour party where you're just like having fun, yeah. riffing, like. You know, it's so cool for me to watch, like, Eugene, all these guys are so uh, funny and, We're exhausting ourselves (laughs) after 12 or 14 hours, yeah. Yeah, it was a brutal schedule. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. so that was, was, but if you make it fun, if it's fun for 12 to 14 hours, it's going to be good. Like, you're going to see it. Like, you know, we had to to pretty much finish each episode in four days, and usually you have like five to seven days. So like we, we were on a tighter schedule and we had to fly through it. And there was still enough time to like play enough where it felt like we got, you know. It's good jokes in. Yeah. How many episodes are there? Ten. Tenzo. Tenzo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't leave the Zo in there, but there's Sediment. Tenzo. <laughs> Sediment, <laughs> Sediment, baby. Sediment, baby. Hey, what is, uh, what, do you have the same uh, settlement? <laughs> um. Uh, but yeah, it's she. Uh, Hassie's been great, and um, and we, uh, you know, we share our same love for like bulletproof products and all this kind of stuff. Oh yeah, so yeah, he's, he's sometimes known as my coffee dealer on set. Yes, we, we have really bad coffee on set. I'd be we like, did. and and. I really, res- I was like, oh, he brings his own French press. This game recognized game when it yes. comes to coffee. Oh, you did? I didn't I, know that. In my, in my, um, in my trailer, I would bring, I brought like a French press, a grinder, 
uh, whole beans, and I was just like, "Wow, yeah, you're like Lawrence Olivier up in this month." I was, yeah, <laughs> wearing an ascot and shit. <laughs> I did. I had a smoking jacket and a yeah. pipe. Eugene's walking to set with the parasol. Let me go back to my trailer so I can get a little bit more coffee and my pipe. <laughs> so you you he would share coffee. Yeah. What what what's the deal with bad coffee on set? What are they doing? The big boxes of shit or whatever. They, what not even the boxes. Burnt. It was like whatever is burnt. in like you know like the catering truck oh they yeah just have like that brewed. spout that came out mm. yeah they're burnt they're brewing too much yeah when i was drinking that there. i knew i was desperate <laughs> it felt like yeah because yeah. i felt are, like i should be put on suicide watch those yeah, are <laughs> those are bringing stomach aches and all that kind bad of bad drugs yeah you're willing to do like the bad shit <laughs> yeah man that's like you're, you're a coke person but you're like i'll do some crystal like i just yeah. need something like what do you have fine yeah. you want me to party with tina sure right. <laughs> let me let me jump on board yeah 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 i'll do a little tina fine yeah. fine if that's what you got let's i mean if we're gonna party let's just party okay so you mentioned bulletproof now you you're us you're a self-proclaimed fitness <laughs> nut right or like so, no i don't i don't i wouldn't say fitness nut but i just i've always like lo- like not always, but I think I've really found and leaned into health and wellness. Okay. And awesome. yeah. I think that like, you know, I grew up in Texas, so I was not privy or I didn't have access to that kind of information. And, you know, I, I went to college when I was 16 and I like very quickly got on the like, oh, I just get to go for every meal because I, in my mom's joke is the only thing she knows how to make is reservations. And that <laughs> was right. so Good. true. That was growing up. Okay, so, yeah, so let's get that. So you grew up, born and raised in Texas. Whereabouts? Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas. Dallas, Texas. Okay. Siblings? Cowboys fan? Yeah. Uh, it's America's team. Okay. Um, <laughs> it is America's team. Right. Um, I, uh, I, yeah, I have three sisters. Okay. So my poor dad grew up in a house with five women. Great. Um, <laughs> and uh, were you guys a s- sports family? Do you guys follow the Cowboys? Do you follow anything really or not? Um, I would say not to the degree that tex- most Texans do. Right. To be honest. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I love sports. I got really into basketball for a while, but like. Mavericks fan? Yeah. Mark I'm, Cuban fan? Um, don't yeah. like what he's done. Well, I, I was here. a huge fan of, I, I was a huge fan of him when I was younger. I like, I was learning how to code HTML and like built a whole website just about him. Oh, re- about Cuban mm-hmm. from, from the Mavs connection or just MP3.com MP3.com okay. and like what, what he did to revolutionize like sports. It was like when he had just started streaming all that stuff. And I just thought it was like, he was just, cool. yeah, yeah. He, wow. he was, he was on the vanguard of something that yeah. we are all so, you know, accustomed to today. But yeah, um, now he's got like landmark theaters, right? Yeah. Poking around with that. He's doing fine. Shark, Shark tank. tank. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's, he's, he's holding his own. Yeah. He's for sure. It's like, all right. but change the outfit, right? Yeah. Yeah. He's always doing a t-shirt. Put yeah. A yeah. Fucking button up shirt on. Yeah. <laughs> Right, um, tighten up, bro. Yeah. Tighten up. But so, so, anyways, back to me. So basketball. <laughs> yes. So you played basketball. Just kind of. Oh, you were into it. Well, I watched basketball. I, I went to like every Mavs game. Ooh, and yeah. I was like super diehard about it. But then I realized that um, I was a little too passionate about it, and it, and it kind of like I. It could make or break my day, and I realized. And, oh and wow! Like, my dad kind of told me that he has the same thing, but uh-huh. like when I'm into something, I'm into it, and I'm like full throttle. So like I was just like, you know, I kind of. And then my dad was like, "All that 
all that shit's rigged anyways, has. So, like, you know, my dad really believes that. But um, he thinks it's like the WWF. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I've kind of like put my time and energy into other things besides watching people play sports. Yeah. Um, Did you play sports growing up? I am really good at stoner sports. So, Ooh, like, what's that? <laughs> Ultimate frisbee? Any kind of uh, like t- sack, t- table sports. Uh, oh, cool. <laughs> uh, like pool and then ping pong. Like my whole life growing up, my dad, you know, like he had four daughters. So I think we all took it upon ourselves to like find different ways to connect with him. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I got pretty good at golf, but like ping pong was our thing. Like we had a ping pong table at our house and that was the way we bonded with my dad. Oh, Cause like cool. he couldn't sit around and talk to four girls all day. So instead sure. we would just like, and he never once, and I love my dad for this to this day, he has never taken it easy on us. I beat him one time in my entire life. And he like <laughs> creams me every time. He does, he does the same thing in basketball. He just will literally slam dunk in my face since I was seven years old. And he's like, get better. And wow. I have, like I can beat most boys, but I just still can't beat him. It's like yeah. Billy Madison dodgeball thing. Yeah. Like throwing the ball. <laughs> yeah. When you play ping pong, can you like really like whip Spin like, it? Yeah. You can do that shit. Yeah. Do you, and you and when your dad and you were playing, do you back way up from the table and like whip yeah, it at yeah, each yeah. other? Yeah. Well, I mean like literally it's comical. One time I like videotaped him playing with his mother, my grandma and like he does it to my grandma too. It's amazing. Wow. wow. <laughs> she like can't even return the serves. I'm like, dad, why don't you just like toss it in? <laughs> That's amazing. It's um, fun. That's yeah. Oh, my yeah. dad's having a blast. But yeah. as long as somebody's consistent, it's just like, hey, you know what you got. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's that sounds awesome. It's, <laughs> he does. He does sound very intimidating, though. Yeah, yeah uh, it's terrifying. Yeah, uh, huge. Can you wing it like that with no, the no, ping no. pong? No, I, can, no. I can't do that. I can I, like do. I have to do like the weird. And then where I'm really good is foosball. That's, oh, that's where I dominate. Foosball. I lived in Copenhagen for a year and that's like the bar sport there. And foosball, I was already yeah. pretty good because, you know, my dad whooped up on me on that too. <laughs> and um, and then, so I started going like to bars in Copenhagen and kind of like, not like pool sharking guys, but like- You were like hustling, like color of sure. money style shit? Yeah. A hundred percent. Passing it all the way back to your to your defenders and shooting. Oh yeah. And yeah. I like, I hate playing with two players because I'm so much, I'm a solo, I'm so much better playing solo. Yeah. Solo dolo. <laughs> solo dolo, baby. Solo dolo on that foosies. Uh, <laughs> so foosies. Did you pretend like you were bad and then beat people or did you just... Yeah, did you have like a, like like a nerd outfit on and you'd be like, what game is this? <laughs> oh, this is weird. What did I put I, in here? A sausage? When, when guys heard that I was American, they just assumed I sucked. Oh, yeah. I didn't wow. even have to. They were like, oh, an American girl. Yeah, let's do it. Let's put a hundred bucks on this. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Did you... So did you... Like you're in Dallas for your... One of four girls. Did you guys have like a big game room with like ping pong and like foosball and stuff? Or like um, a pool garage? I think uh, we didn't have a big game room, but I think we just kind of, um, at one time we had a p- ping pong table and one time we had a foosball table. And, oh, okay. you know, my dad just kind of brought them in as ways to like bond with his daughters. And But you didn't have one of those, remember those no, multi-pool tables where you like turn it into a ping pong table by putting like the... Oh, yeah, where it's yeah. like a three, like a five layer dip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like a five layer dip. That's it. You get to the bottom of it, and it's a pool table. That's it. Oh, air just, hockey. Just what? at the top. Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just cheese. I love cheese. air hockey too. La- yeah, air, air hockey is great. So Foosball. as you can tell, as a kid, I didn't like moving my feet much. I was just yeah. <laughs> you like being you like being in a carpeted room. 
<laughs> in bar lighting, air conditioning, air conditioning, and living a nice your life. beverage or refresher yeah, at my side. Refreshing beverage, good conversation, <laughs> maybe a jukebox. Shit talk from my dad. Sure. <laughs> I, I, one of my buddies had a five layer dip style thing where he had everything and he was really fucking good at all those. Yeah. And, and his one time I beat him and like I talked shit. I always fucking lost. And like I beat him and I talked shit. And he legit was like, I was there with other friends, all our friends. And he's like, everybody pack up and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Straight up like kicked us out. Wow. Yeah. I, well, I mean, not to get too like sentimental, but like the first time I beat my dad was um, in, in uh, ping pong was like a year and a half ago. And it actually like we both cried because it just meant like, you know, I'm like, you know, he's yeah. 64, 65. And right. You know, it's just like, wow. <laughs> it, was, it was not the response anyone would have expected. We both just like started crying. Oh, no, I get it. It's like when Vader, like when uh, Vader shoved the emperor into the thing. Yeah. Empire. It was literally that exact moment. Yeah. Yeah. And not to correct you, but it's sentimental, sentimental. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> Sentimental. Okay, uh, I get it. Wait, are you the oldest of the of the ladies? No, I'm such a middle child. You're right in the. I'm the third. You're right in the guts. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm the. I'm like the peacekeeper. I'm like uh-huh. the one who picks up everyone's birthday cakes and. <laughs> Got it. Oh, that's nice. That's sweet. Uh, uh, now, did they play sport? Were they in any of your other sisters or your older um, sisters? Were, did you watch them play sports and get interested in it at all? Or no. no. Yeah. Um, I would say like, so we all kind of took on like something to bond with my dad. My uh-huh. my one of my sisters got really into fishing, and like would do like deep sea fishing with my dad and. I and my oldest sister got into golf and I played a little bit of golf. I'm lefty, um, which is just say I have left-handed clubs. I don't know why that was relevant, but, um, (laughs) but honestly I got into hunting with my dad and I got like, you know, really interested in shooting and marksmanship and like, you know, my dad, like having a Texan man teach you how to stalk prey is one of the most hysterical things. I talk to other Texan guys about this all the time. Um, but it's, it's a fascinating thing. And my dad takes it super seriously. And every guy that's ever that I've dated and brought home, like my dad puts them in a full baklava and like teaches them how to walk on the outside of their feet and only talks like with gesticulation and, uh, you know, scary. That is a little bit of deer pee maybe involved. Yeah. Yeah. Some deer pee. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's no, legit. But, but you know, and like my dad is, mm, but venison is good, bro. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. I love it. And you know, like I remember there was a time that I like, you know, I, I had a hard time killing animals and still to this day I do. But like my dad was like, yeah, if you can't kill an animal, then you need to be a vegetarian. Like I'm not going to have some kid who doesn't understand what it means to take a life. Every time you eat a bur- burger, you're saying yes to killing a cow. I get and it. if you can't kind of like, Sure. Put the two together. And, and every time, like, I, sh- I, um, I shot a, a ram over Thanksgiving. I still cry every time I shoot something. But, you know, like, I eat a little less meat afterwards. I have a little bit more, like, reverence for what that means and, like, have, being connected to that process. And I feel... I get It makes sense. I, when I was, like, a kid one time... This is a lot less cool than your stories, but I like. I, we, we knew it as soon as you started talking. <laughs> as soon as it was, it was, yeah, it was yeah, with yeah. me, I like. Caught Here's it. a story. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it's a three. It's yeah. a two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. I caught. We it. start at a ten, and then we move down to a two. It's like peaks and valleys. I caught a fish, like a little like here perch, we go. <laughs> and a, and like I kept it in like a bucket. And we were all fishing. 
I kept it in this bucket. And then my dad was like, we like they, my dad caught like real fish. Everybody else caught real fish. And mine was like really small. And so they were like cooking all the fish and filleting them. And I was like, I want to cook mine. The one that I was keeping in this bucket. Your my dad's, sun perch. Yeah. 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 My dad's like, I don't, I, there's probably not enough meat on that. And to, a perch is a, it's a, like, it's a, like almost like a little bit bigger than a size of a hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine probably yeah. wasn't even that big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it looked like I had a little mermaid or something. Like <laughs> yeah, cute yeah. face. <laughs> And like, I was like, my dad's like, just let it go. It's not enough meat. We got plenty. And I was like, no, I want to do it. So we tried and like cooked it and like, or cleaned it and all that. And there was literally no meat on it. Yeah. I just had to fucking throw the bones away. Oh. I felt like such a fucking bastard. I still like, even like, I'll be like working out and I'll be like, ah, oh, fuck that fucking perch, dude. <laughs> Cut that. I fucking chopped he that. wakes up in night yeah. sweats with that little sun perch floating yeah. around in his dreams. Yeah. It's just like you blew it. You fucking fuck. monster. <laughs> I feel like a factory farmer. Or his, uh, his whole back is a, Perch tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Ben Affleck's big old weird back tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Everybody's man. like, that's for a movie. And they're like, no, it's nah, for nah, being that's weird. for life. It's for being weird. <laughs> <laughs> it's for success too early or something. <laughs> uh, so, okay. So you're, you're in Texas. You're with your dad. Now, do your parents, your dad sounds like an active guy hunting. Yeah. Uh, do, did your parents... Were they like hiking or exercising? Was that part of your guys' family? My mom played tennis. Mom played and tennis. And like, was like on tennis teams and super into tennis. And then mm-hmm. my dad is like um, a golfer to the nth degree. Oh, Got cool. It. Okay. He's like takes it super seriously. He like only plays with the pros. Oh, wow. Okay. And do do they keep themselves in shape and watch what they eat? Was that going on then? I was pretty, I mean, I guess I I was, they were pretty lucky that genetically, I mean, with what my mom eats, the fact that she looks as good as she does is like, I'm like, damn, I'm so lucky to be in that gene pool. Um, Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. She's doing like big (laughs) little like lumberjack breakfasts and stuff or? My mom eats bacon every single morning. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, basically lives on eggs Benedict. Um, she still crushes McDonald's and I'm like, seriously? Wow. And that's she, cool. Yeah. She, she kind of, she like lives Good the genetics. dream. She yeah. does whatever, she does whatever she wants. It's, and was, so everybody in the family is relatively good genetically fit. Yeah, I mean, I think we all, uh, we're all very healthy and I think, you know, um, that's great. It's, you know, it, Texan, it, Texas is a hard culture to be healthy in. Yeah, I, I know. I, str- I struggle that with that a lot when I go home to my family. Sure. It's got like Texas toast. Every, yeah. I mean, everything. <laughs> is, I Anything, mean, everything's bigger everything in Texas. Everything's bigger in Texas, and it's true. I mean, like, the meals in Texas are bananas. It, right. It is. It's a Lone Star State. Yeah. What else? There's, what else? What else? That's what all else? I know about. Yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Remember the Alamo? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Alamo's yeah. there. <laughs> the Alamo's there. Right. Uh, we got uh, Lone Star. Did I say that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> First one anyway. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where JFK, uh, definitely unhealthy because JFK lost it in Dallas. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Right? Cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, for being honest, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's he, not healthy. That he caught one from Lee Harvey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he caught it there. Lee Harvey was up in that book book factory Got or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So anyways, back to my- <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hassie. Uh, so, um, now, now we're, we're joking around about food and stuff, but your, mo- your, your parents are like outside. Your mom's fucking playing tennis. What about drinking regular soda or none of, none of that? Oh, yeah. Oh, regular a lot soda. A lot of soda. Okay, yeah. so it's- Nobody in my family- Fucks with diet. Got okay. it. So <laughs> anything. You, so you're just, you guys are just living the Texas lifestyle. Yeah. And staying relatively healthy through it. 
Genetically. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Harrison's. That's great. You guys are like Vikings. Like yeah, a whole yeah, family exactly. of Vikings. Or Genetic something. Vikings. Yes, yeah, exactly. Cool. Texas Vikings. Nobody's getting sick. They're hunting. They're like, fu- <laughs> they could, anybody could beat you at like a different thing because they're yeah. trying to connect with their dads. Uh, we, like well, f- we spent a lot of time outside and like my, my parents really um, uh, put a priority around like being outside and in uh-huh. nature and like, you know, uh, we would go out to our ranch slash farm situation basically every weekend just because like my parents, you know, grow- Dallas is a huge city and it's yeah. like, you know, and I think that just naturally w- what you do while you're out there is more active and, mm-hmm. you know, there isn't like outdoorsy. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Uh, so then once you're in high school, are you just getting into theater at that point and stuff like that? Or um, Well, I was only in high school for a year and a half. I Got took it. advanced placement classes and I like graduated early and I got into college when I was 15. I got into Columbia and I was like going to move to New York and oh, wow. my dad came in like tears welling up in his eyes. Like one of the few times I've seen him cry and he was like, I... I can't let my little girl go to New York. I like, I, I just can't like lose you. I, you know what I mean? Like I, I challenged you to graduate early as a joke and I didn't think you were going to do it. Sure. Yeah, that's how you like <laughs> yeah. call this bluff. He's like, holy shit. I, I, mean, I was like, I hate high school. He goes, yeah, well, why don't you graduate early? Go to college. Then you get to pick what you want. I'm like, wait, really? Yeah. He's You're like, like, did it. I'm going to New York. He's like, oh shit. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, so no, then I, then I, I, my mom started and was super involved in uh, the Dallas Children's Theater, which is this really cool, like, performing arts school for, um, you know, it's, like, it serves, uh, you know, uh, every kind of community, and it's, uh, they put amazing shows on, and so, like, you know, and my grandmother always took us to these plays and stuff, so, you know how, like, kind of, when you think, you're, when your parents think something's cool and put a big priority on it, yeah. you're like, oh, Snap, that is cool. Yeah, I'm into yeah, that. Yeah. You know, so I uh, was always going to plays and I was always taking cl- classes at the Dallas Children's Theater. And, um, you know, and then I, at 15, actually came out to LA to like talk with uh, my cousin who's an actor. And, okay. and I was like, yeah, I'm going to move out here. I'm going to do it. And I just had always had that. I just always knew that, that this is what I was going to do. And he was like, you know, um, if you were my little sister and you are basically are to me, I, I would guide you to go to college and like figure out, become a woman. And, and then if you still have that burning desire, come out here. And, you know, he's like, I just watched this town eat young girls alive and you're like so spunky and fun. And I just like, don't want you to be jaded by this. And you know, like I, I have mixed, like in hindsight, having come out here after college, like, yeah, I definitely was more of like a woman and like knew myself better. Sure. But, you know, sometimes I look at these girls who've been going to auditions since they were 15 and, you know, they've put their 10,000 hours in with specifically with casting directors and stuff. But, sure. you know, Plus, all, you lost a lot of kid roles. Uh, totally. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, like, I lost all those fucking teen roles, cuz. Thanks a lot. <laughs> Serious. Could have cleaned yeah, But, up. you know, like, ultimately, the longevity of your career is better because you came out with more of a idea of what you are and how you're going to present yourself. Yeah. 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 And I, and also like I, I studied like business and yeah. I got a degree in archeology. span So wait, where'd you go? Whoa, where'd really? you end up going to school? I went to SMU okay. in Dallas, which uh-huh. was great nice. because I could still like go home for family great. dinners yeah. and, you know, um, be a, I could, I didn't lose my childhood in the same way. And I just, I, I did kind of get bullied in college. Um, girls were very mean to me and I, I 
you know, I was so young and, yeah. and um, Oh yeah. Cause you're 16. Yeah. So you went when you were 16, you just yeah. stayed close to home. Yeah. I part, I was like 15 for part of it, but wow. yeah, I, I, so anyways, I, I treated it like, um, I treated it like a job. I didn't really have that many friends. I kind of like stayed friends with the people that I had been friends with before when I was still in high school and just like went there and like hustled and, you know, that's why I... Were you able to stay at home and go, or did you have to go I, live on campus? I don't know. What's the geography? Is it far from Dallas? Uh, no, it's it's in it's, the heart it, of Dallas. It, no, okay, and, okay. And, and so for part of it, I did stay... Um, I stayed at my house for like six months, and then I was like, well... And then I did like this um, unusual... <clears throat> I, I forget like the c- correct term for it, but it was basically like... They were like, you're too young to stay at the dorms. That's inappropriate to have like, like you're a child. You can't be in the dorms. I was like the youngest person they ever accepted. So then I um, had, basically I ended up getting my own place nearby campus and, you know, and then I was like living on my own and, and that was like from a young age. So that's um, hardcore, man. Uh, Are you a big fan of Eric Dickerson? He's SMU alumni. I he took um, a bunch of money from him and stuff. Or they, they, he took money. They got, they got the death penalty, you know, for football. Oh, it, oh, that was that coach. Uh, or, that was or a like, player. Was a, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway. No, I, no, I remember they, yeah. SMU got the death penalty and their football team really suffered after that. Yeah. And I think they made a real example of SMU, um, right. when it's completely happening at oh, so yeah. many schools. Oh yeah. <laughs> they just got the worst of it. Everybody was doing it. So wait, so you graduated by the time you were 19 or 20. Uh-huh. And then immediately after that, you moved right out to LA. Yeah. But real quick, I want to hear about the archeology span degree. Did you want to yes. do, did you want to do that? Like an yeah. Indiana Jones fan or? Yeah. I mean, I just was. She I, wanted to run in front of a boulder. Yeah. <laughs> we all do. <laughs> we all do. I just wanted a, an excuse to wear that badass hat. Yeah. Um, and replace a sack with a, yeah. <laughs> Wait oh, I sec. love that yeah. part. It's uh, so good. No, I mean, like, I, I guess it just kind of happened that way. Like, I took a lot of, like, anthropology classes. And then, to be honest, like, when it was time to look at, like, what all I could get degrees in, because I was, like, the first two years, I was just, like, you know, my, the part of the impetus for me graduating early was my dad was like, yeah, when you're in college, you literally pick whatever you want to take. Yeah. So I was taking psychology. I was in business classes. I was in cinema, like, acting classes. And then... And then, like, two years deep, I'm like, all right, well, let's see what stacks up. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm three classes away from <laughs> a degree in archaeology, and I like it. So, you know, I, cool. and sci- I almost did psychology, too, just because it just so happened or whatever. But, um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I... When you graduate with archaeology, do you get a little brush? <laughs> <laughs> so you can, like, brush... You know, dust off things. Good one, Eugene. You know what yeah. I mean? Like that tiny brush that you see them with. The yeah, little, we know what you mean. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah we and got suspenders. It. Yeah, yeah. And a cool hat. Yeah. Maybe. We should hope. The fedora? The fedora. A yeah. sack that changes weight just to make sure that you can fit <laughs> a little it. little sand in there. And a little sand in there. You can weigh them out. Weigh them out. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's so cool. That makes sense. Throw me the idol, I'll throw you the whip. Yep. Um, yeah, so, okay. So we're, we're in L.A. now. I feel like I should put you guys in touch with like the graduation ceremony <laughs> yeah. people at SMU. Yeah. I'd be honored <laughs> if you could. <laughs> I, hey I know guys, uh, I'll email them right man, now. We love giving you guys your speech. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations. You, you've never heard any Indiana Jones comparisons. Yeah. We've got a lot of them. We got a lot of them. Again. And it's really so. fun. I can't believe we got hired to yeah. do this, but uh, it's going to be all crystal skull stuff. <laughs> so everyone's favorite. Hey everybody. It's huge here. Listen, just, Two minutes, twice a day, can help pave the way 
to a healthier mouth and mind. What am I talking about? What could only take two minutes, well, four minutes out of a day that could change your mouth and mind? Well, a Quip toothbrush can do that. Yeah, a Quip toothbrush is the best toothbrush out there right now. I love using mine for a couple of reasons. First of all, it's a very cool electric toothbrush. It's not that thick, extra big, plug right in. You know, you need to have the little outlet right by your uh, sink to make sure that it works. No, not with this. This one's battery-powered, and it is a great battery-powered toothbrush. Why? Because, first of all, it has sensitive sonic vibrations through it that uh, a pulse goes off every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides because there are four quadrants in your mouth. I say this every time, but you know 90% of us do not brush our teeth for the full, full two minutes and don't get it completely clean every day. And if you do that twice a day... You're going to have a cleaner mouth. You're going to have a better mind. You're going to feel so much better about yourself because you're brushing your teeth correctly, you know? And without all of those plugs and all that stuff right by um, your sink, so you need a charger and everything with those other electric toothbrushes, this sleek, cool, mine is like a stone color. It's like a cool, like metallic gray, and it uses a battery. And I can just use it in my regular uh, toothbrush holder, and it still looks cool. And plus, it comes with a cover that you can use as a stand, or it mounts to your mirror, or uh, you can protect your bristle packs when you're your bristles when you're traveling. I use this toothbrush on the go. You know, you can't really travel with another electric toothbrush. It's just too bulky and too big. People are going to stop you because they think you have some kind of machinery in your back. This is a toothbrush, and it feels like one. And it's a great one. And did you also know that every three months you, need, you should be changing your bristles or to your toothbrush? And you know what you're going to do when you have a Quip toothbrush? Well, you're going to get automatically new bristles, a new brush head every three months for just five bucks. So it tells you, hey, you get a new um, brush head in the mail. It's time to change that other bad boy out. It's time for you to have brighter and fresher breath and a better smile. I mean, my smile is messed up, but at least my teeth are cool. You know what I mean? 75% of us use old worn out bristles and it's just ineffective. I'm effective with my jack-o'-lantern mouth. I am very effective and I'm happy that I'm doing it. And that's why I love Clib, uh, Quip. And that's why over 1 million happy, healthy mouths also do. Okay, so here's what you can do. As a bell baby, as somebody who listens to the dumbbells, Quip just starts at 25 bucks. And if you go to getquip.com slash dumbbells right now, you will receive your first refill pack for free. That's right. So when you do your order that just starts at 25 bucks and you put getquip.com slash dumbbells in there, when you get it, you'll get your first refill for free. So the first six months, half of your year is covered of your Quip toothbrush. That's right. That's your first refill pack for free by going to G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash dumbbells. Just do it. Get quick. So, okay, well, back in college, did you did you start getting into exercise? When did you start going to gyms and stuff? When did that happen? That, or get into the longevity stuff that you're into yeah. now? Yeah, I mean, I guess I really... The only thing that I was like 
cool about is like I discovered like the whole I like I got into smoothies smoothies in college oh. well just because I was like I had to figure out um you know because like once I started going on school I was just like I put my head in the books and did not look up so I needed to like find a way to like sustain energy so it was like I had to, I was like all right these smoothies seem to be what works for people so like I was just like tinkering with that and you know just trying to survive <laughs> yeah, yeah basically I mean, yeah um I like you know, I, I'm one of those people, like, I have to, my mind needs things to chew on. Otherwise, like, idle hands are the devil's workshop for me. So, and that's partly, like, I was telling you guys, I, like, you know, went, furthered my studies in, like, wellness and nutrition and stuff like that. But it just, because, like, I'm I'm just a bit of a life learner, and I, like, need. A seeker? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's good. I, I feel like we are, that's too. Cool. I mean, that's kind of yeah. why we got into this show, you know, because we yeah. took it a little bit beyond... The normal, just wanting to get in shape. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, well, so uh, to answer your question, I guess I I didn't really step foot in the gym until I moved out to LA. Uh-huh. I was out here for like two years, and like I was saying, like I'm kind of like you know, it was it was a bit of a culture shock, and like getting sure. into this industry. I mean, like I was like I, like a bit of I, I was a tomboy, and <clears throat> all these girls, like all of a sudden, like the number of my GPA was irrelevant. What mattered was like what size jeans you were wearing. And I was like, nobody care if you could stalk a Ram or anything. (laughs) No one, no one cares. Nobody cares if you're good at ping pong, (laughs) table tennis. Fuck you. Who cares? Foosball, hustling, foosball, nobody overseas. Now they're just like, what size jeans are those? That's rugged. (laughs) That's weird. Fucking Um, LA. We're all fucked up here. We are fucked up. But so anyways, like I kind of like was trying to like process that and like and truly it felt like living on my own for the first time because I am such like a community driven person and like I didn't have my tribe anymore my family like my people so I think you know um like I kind of turned to food a little bit as like a source of comfort and and just like exploring I'm like oh apparently being vegan is the key to happiness and success and you know I like went to cafe gratitude every day and like put on 15 pounds like (laughs) just straight vegan weight I I thought I was plant plant based but really I was just carb based I was just (laughs) carb loading and um you know I think like I just like I I can look back and like laugh at how endearing and how like sweet and maybe like lost I was in my early 20s like trying to sort out like what was right for me and like not just jumping on every bandwagon and um and man they were they're the front runners here in LA you know what the bandwagon is early oh yeah yeah and you can yeah hop on board they've already got a shop open they got this you know (laughs) yeah right yeah there it's yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a market for it out here. It's, yeah. it's what the market is. It's what the yeah. market is. And so anyways, yeah, I mean, I, I think with that, naturally, it's like, oh, well, you must do Pilates and running if you want to be healthy, too. Uh-huh. Um, or whatever it was sure. at the time. And um, and I really, I love Pilates. I think it's such a, a great form of exercise. I don't like mat Pilates. I like to be on the reformer just because I feel yeah. like it's more novel and I like get excited and like... It's something for my brain to chew on that I'm on just some like, <laughs> yeah, moving machine, like yeah. this little rig that, and it's also like, it's super, it stretches you out. And I like yeah the longevity of that. We've had a, we've had a bunch of people come I on know. and talk about it. People love Pilates. Pe- I got to get into it. Who? I've never gone. Um, uh, Seth Morris. Seth Morris used yeah. to teach it. 
Yeah. When he was in New York. I, I did the teacher training for it. You and did. I almost became fully certified, but my um, instructor had like a big like life emergency and had to like, Oof. I know. And I, to be honest, that's like something I'm still salty about because I spent a lot of money on yeah. that certification program. Yikes. Jesus, that sucks. <laughs> yeah, I hope it works out, but I got to get that fucking cert. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? Like money. I have the general education of it and I, I, I never had the intention of becoming an instructor. Um, so I, you know, I kind of took what I needed from it and yeah. got the, you know, general, the gist. Okay. So, so Ellis, so how did that look for you in LA? Like what was the first thing you tried when you started, you know, venturing into gyms or working out? You mentioned trying to go vegan. You went vegan. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Backfired. Um, well, and then I, uh, this is actually hysterical. I was like, ah, oh. my friend was like, oh, the only thing that works is the blood type diet. And I was like, oh, oh, okay. Uh-huh. So she was like, what's your blood type? I called my mom and she's like, oh, you're an O negative like me. We're big meat eaters. And I'm like, okay. And she's like, <laughs> and my girlfriend's like, oh my God, I'm O negative too. So we start like, you know, and I was living with her at the time. And so we just start like, you know, literally going to steakhouses every night. And like, we went to this one wow. restaurant and I was like, do you guys have uh, like any steak? And they're like, no. And I was like, all right, Katie, let's get out of here. <laughs> wow. So, so is this after you went vegan? This yeah, is after. Okay. Yeah, yeah, so you no, went I mean, full, uh, you went the other way. Wait, where did you go to try to find steak? <laughs> I don't even remember someplace <laughs> on La Brea. Okay. And so anyways, <laughs> I, uh, I'm like getting some blood work done and, and I was like, Oh, Hey, uh, just what, oh my what's God. my, what's my blood type? It's O yes. negative. Right. I'm like the universal donor and everything. And he was like, Oh no, no, you're a negative. Oh shit. And I was like, well, uh, can we test that again? <laughs> but so anyways, I was like doing the wrong oh, blood type diet. The wrong thing. Oh, that's so funny. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and it's like, it's amazing how, uh, how far I've come. What is the A, a negative blood type it's, diet? Do you know? It is more, it's plant-based. It is. Plant-based. It's like maybe a little bit of fish and, uh-huh. um, you know, I wonder how we've had people come on yeah. and talk blood type diet. And then we had like a doctor right in. who's like, that's ridiculous that you guys are endorsing a blood type diet. And we're like, well, we're not, we're just, we're not talking this is, and I'll tell you the truth of any diet is it's just bioindividuality and it's yes. what works for any person Absolutely. and for their lifestyle, for their body type and for their age. Yeah. You know, agreed. Like, Absolutely. Yeah. I like, you know, my dog, um, she's like 15 and a half and I love her awesome to death. Dog. I, she's the coolest dog ever. And What's I'm your like, name? Shout her out. Kokomo. What's Kokomo. up, girl? And to be honest, Kokomo loves me. <laughs> it's true. Kokomo comes to set quite often. Um, but I've been feeding her Stella and Chewy her whole life. This like freeze dried food. That's like, basically she's been paleo and I just <laughs> took her in and she's having kidney failure and they're like, you're feeding your dog too much protein. Oh, and, wow. and I was like, well, isn't that all dogs can have is like meat? And they were like, well, no. I mean, once they get older, their kidneys can't handle that much protein. So uh-huh. like, and now I'm like feeding her a thing with carrots and rice and all sure. that stuff. But it's like, you know, I think as we go through these cycles of life, we need different things at different yeah. times. And to wow. be completely honest, the dog is 15 years old. Yeah. And has been eating this well. So it's like, it yeah. had to be working for a while. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Changed. Yeah. Then it turned into like a Munchausen by proxy situation. <laughs> uh, but without you knowing, I don't know, Munchausen by proxy something else. Uh, yeah. yeah. Not knowing it. Yeah. Whatever the good word for that is. What is the good word for not knowing? <laughs> ignorance. Ignorance. Yeah. <laughs> That's proxy <laughs> ignorance. Uh, so, yeah. So a great, like when we were, we, when we talked about the, when we kind of like amended, we never even endorsed the no. blood type diet, but we just said, look, if something gets you mindful like this to where you're looking at food, you're thinking about it and you're making some omissions, 
Try yeah. it. Could be good. Could not be good. You have to case by case. But I like yeah. how you said it. Everybody's each individual is different based on age. Absolutely. Of course, like the mindfulness. I mean, yeah. nowhere in the blood type diet does it say anything about anything that comes in a package. Yeah. So that is going to yes. lead people to feeling better and right. having more clarity right. and like, you know. So of course, any like it's just mindfulness. All, and, all, yeah. all uh, diets, quote unquote diets or lifestyles, is all about whole foods. Right. For the most part. The market. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, whole food market. Yeah. <laughs> it's all about that, that salad bar. Yeah. So crazy. It's but more expensive than drugs. It sounds. really is. I've been in there where they're like, it's $809. And I'm like, I'm going to have to go dump some stuff back I know, in the and then, and then all of a sudden, I'm like looking at certain things. I'm like, okay, well, this artichoke has so much water in it. That is weighing this down. I'm yeah. taking the artichokes out. Like, yeah. Whatever it yeah. might be. If you're, if you're getting cucumbers at that motherfucker, you're a Rockefeller. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just like, you're fucking <laughs> reckless. You're, you're just I thrown. feel the same way when I see people at Air One, which yeah. is a very um, bougie market with yeah. amazing food, but it's just Delicious. so expensive. But yeah. you're just like, Gee, you're fucking got Jeff Bezos <laughs> when I, yeah, money. When I see people with like a full shopping cart, I'm like, that yeah. must be You're nice. like, Cuban. MP3.com. <laughs> <laughs> you're out here. You sold out when the market was hot. But that's the crazy thing, you know, like, uh, you know, it all comes down to everybody individually and it all comes down to like calories in and calories out. If you want to yeah. lose weight, you have to have a calorie de- deficit. If you yeah. want to get put weight on, you have to be at a surplus. Yeah. Fucking it's simple. There's no crying in math. There is no crying in math. Nah. I mean, there is, <laughs> you don't get something. If you don't get something. It's if very, you're, if it's like, tearful. like uh, fractions, yeah. Imp- improper fractions. No, what is it? We've talked about new math, right? Or whatever. Oh that, yeah. New yeah. math is maddening. Kids nowadays are learning yeah. math differently. They changed it up. They changed it up. You might have Pl- learned. It Pluto. Have... I mean, it's all changing. Yeah, yeah. Pluto's not a thing. <laughs> Pluto doesn't even an exist. Ball. Yeah. Pluto's like in Captain Marvel or something. Now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Fucking. Anyways. Pluto. Who knows, Who knows about Pluto? Um, so, okay. So, blood so, type diet. What's next? What happens next? <laughs> what happens next in Hassie Harrison's life? Oh, we move on to what? You know, uh, I think then... I was kind of leaning into like, uh, I mean, who's to say what happened? But like, <laughs> okay, but okay. I, somewhere along the lines, well, I, mean, I think I got to know that. You know, should be. It's your life. So oh. who's to say is you? Oh yeah. Yeah yeah. yeah. Um, I would say I, I would say the other like kind of I don't want to call it fatty, but like, but it pun intended fatty is I started doing the bulletproof coffee, but I wasn't yes. doing it right. I was just like adding heaps of fat into a diet that was like the seafood diet where I saw food and I ate it Got and it. adding <laughs> coffee to that with fat in it just added to my calories. You know, yeah. Calories. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. um, you know, I think it's such a, um, you know, you really have to like learn for yourself and it's yes. one of those things like you can't read it in a book and you have to like really feel it out. And, you know, the first couple months I was on Bulletproof, I was like, yes, I'm killing it. And like running around, I'm like, I'm going to lose so much weight. And yeah. then I did it the opposite of that. And, and, and I like, and I knew it too. I would like, I'd go to the gym after drinking a, like a buttery cup of coffee and be like, I feel really weighed down right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is really Damn, this heavy. Is a, this is a thick workout. Yeah. I'm walking through a swamp. <laughs> I can feel it in my throat too. <laughs> uh, no. Hey, but- um, do you guys have any of that throat coffee? You know, the one that just kind of hangs around, feels like you're underwater. Uh, basically. Yep. Um, no. And then I, uh, I did the IIN integrative Institute of nutrition and like studied like every different modality and, and the kind of the science behind all the different diets. Great. And 
it actually was such a beautiful experience. And because I really kind of, that's where I kind of honed in on that term bio-individuality because you get people that are religious about how they eat or how they exercise their bodies. And I mean, it's so meaningful and ritualistic to them that like, who's anyone to say no to that? If it makes someone happy and it makes someone, you know, like gives them the results and the feelings they want, then I'm not going to tell anyone to do anything otherwise. Great. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are some of the things that you do for yourself that, um, you know, that have helped you in this like kind of bio individuality mentality? Let's get into the, the freaking new stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking new shit. Um, okay. Well, I would say one thing in general, but but like, I just, I just don't think about food as much. Okay. Like I really don't. And I, I, you know, I, sometimes I'll do the bulletproof coffee if it makes me feel good. And then other times I kind of, you know, like when we were on set, like my life did not work for that because you know, I wanted to eat what tasted good and I was tired at lunch and, you know, I would eat things that would sustain energy or whatever, but like, you also don't want to deprive yourself. And like, you know, like I always say those like five to 10 pounds that like people make a fuss over, those are like your fun pounds. That's like going to get pizza with your friends on a Saturday night or like, you know, like that's you, anyone can like really what it takes to maintain those couple pounds is the difference between a fulfilled life and, um, an antisocial life, quite frankly. Yeah. So I a, a, mon- a million percent agree with that. A monk-like existence. Yeah. 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 So, so I have, um, I, and I think part of this just comes with age. I just like truly approve of myself and I like, like what I'm doing and the person I'm becoming. And, you know, I think the, where I put my kind of, um, mind behind of like finding new things is I do love all this biohacking stuff. Sure. And, you know, like I, um, I, used to be like religious about like the Dave Asprey podcast. I really like this bi- guy, Ben Greenfield and they're like yeah. doing a lot of cool, they're, they're just kind of on the vanguard of like, um, new health stuff. And sure. like for me, one thing that I've noticed has made a huge difference in my life because we all know sleep is one of the most important things is I'm a very light sensitive person. Like when I was younger, you know, when the, like the, uh, MacBook laptops, they used to like have this glowing light that like would breathe with my eyes closed. I could see it across the room and I could feel it too. And so like, I'm, I'm very like sensitive to light. And uh-huh. one of the things for me, and like, this is, shows what I'm total dork. I am. I got these like, you know, orange lensed glasses that help like block blue light that I wear after 9 PM. Great. And they completely have like the, when you're ex- when blue light is in your eye, and, and I feel like everybody knows this now with the like iPhones automatically cut down on that light, but it prevents your brain from producing melatonin, which is what you what the hormone that your brain uses to kind of like settle down and get ready for sleep. And um, you you know I wear those glasses around now, and like you know I find little ways to like biohack my life that aren't necessarily around food, but ultimately help me feel better. And well, but it is health. Yeah. 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 Some people may not know. So if, so if you have, if you're experiencing insomnia or trouble sleeping and you look at screens a lot before bed, it's, it's probably because of this. So these glasses you have block, out the light that does it. Cause they even say that like looking at a screen starts your wake cycle again. A thousand percent. Yeah. So then you're back up. So you found these glasses or they have these glasses now where you can continue to like check your computer, your phone, all that kind of stuff, but it's yeah. going to prevent that wake cycle from starting again. Yeah. I have like a cool pair too. They look like aviators. I run around all night in them <laughs> and like my boyfriend thinks it's sexy. So that's all that matters. That there's way, been a couple of times that I've, I've seen you out though after nine o'clock and you've fallen asleep. <laughs> 
I'm like, hey, Hassie. And she's got the sun, she's got the glasses on. And I'm like, hey, 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 we still have something else to do. And she's like, nah, not the time. One time. I can't wait till I get to the point where I give that few fucks that I like wear them to parties. Well, at first time. Man, I, Hassie does not want to be here. She's got that glasses on. I met you with Eugene. You wore the ones that had just eyeballs that were painted like they were awake on them. <laughs> so you're just like, and you do. She's so got like a whole up, conversation, yeah. you know, which I was like, well, she's really to be honest, interestedly I, listening to yeah. what I'm saying, you know. Uh, she was out. It was me and Gabe and Hassie, yeah. and we kind of weekends at Bernie'd. Uh, Hassie. She was asleep. But right. we were like, no, no, she really likes you. Made her nod. Yeah. Yeah. Bunch of things. yeah. yeah. Nod. Yeah. Gestured yeah. with your hands. Yeah. yeah. To keep oh, telling man. more. More yeah. stories. Yeah. More stories. More fishing yeah. stories yeah. as Tell a boy. Tell us about a more perch stories, yeah. please. It's, very, it's compelling. Very relatable stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, I think like I, I like I put red light bulbs in my bedside tables, um, lamps and I, like all that stuff, you know, it seems That's small, cool. but it, yeah. it does make a difference for me. And I think like, um, I would say that like, you know, rest in peace to all the money I've spent on good food. But now <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I, that money is dead. <laughs> <laughs> but now I like, that's where my dollars go. I yeah. dro- I'll drop some coin. I just bought this PEMF bed, which is pulsed electromagnetic frequency and you what? lay on it and it can put you in a theta brain state. Uh, like, uh, like, and you, and you, so you can have some for like, if you're studying and reading, I lay on it and there's like a, a mode for that. And there's another wow. mode for, um, like sleep obviously and recovery. Um, and so, and like the, uh, bulletproof labs, I guess they're called next health. Now they have one, it's like a, you know, 50, $70,000 machine and you can feel the pulse go through your whole body and they use them on race horses and it's become illegal because like they would win anytime that they would use this stuff. And it basically just wakes up the cells and the mitochondria of your body. And I have all these like, um, really concentrated red light things. I'll use them on my face and stuff. And I, you light stim makes some really good ones that like, you know, and they, and then blue light you can use for antibacterial, antimicrobial and, um, acne. A lot of people have acne use them and stuff. So, um, I love it. I do too, man. It's cool. Uh, I was, I was reading like a sleep study. Do you ever listen to Dr. Rhonda Patrick? I'm familiar with her, yeah. Yeah, so she has a podcast. It's similar to all those other ones. Uh, The only thing I'll say is that she's, it's good research. All her stuff is she has like really, you know, interesting people in the research field come in. It's all peer-reviewed stuff. But it's maybe a little bit less actionable than some of the other ones, which are tough. Because it's like, ooh, good information, but like how do I apply it? But she had a sleep expert come on recently, and he was talking about how uh, using uh, sleep aids like Ambien and stuff they uh, they completely uh, eliminate all the connections that you make, like neuro connections to things in your sleep, and then it takes half the day for you to reestablish Whoa. all those. So it's like all these like associations and you know I, I don't know advanced level human connections that you would make to things. I don't I don't know the no, right way to and and it, and it prevents you. It's like, cause I had my doc, like I asked my doctor about it. I'm like, what, like, you know, that stuff, uh, sleep Z's or whatever. It was, whatever is a NyQuil they've kind sure. of isolated in and out. And I started taking those for a little bit. And I like told my doctor, I'm like sleeping like a legend. Like I'm crushing like 10 hours. And she was like, stop doing that. And I was like, why? And she's like, it's not real sleep. It like yeah. doesn't count, you know, because they tell you like, you know, your dreams and stuff, that's where your body processes like subconscious 
stuff like emotions trauma like everything oh and creativity so your REM that where you're dreaming it's like that's the tail end of sleep that's where you get like a lot of creativity and positive stuff from that and the deep sleep is the most important the deep sleep is like where you you like it's a pressure wash for like that amyloid plaque that causes alzheimer's and cognitive issues and i guess as we get older we lose our ability to get into that deep sleep and they say that by the time people reach 70 if they're not good sleepers you've pretty much used up all your good deep sleep oh, wow. anyway so you want to get as much of as it as it in while as much of it in while, as you can while, while you're you young yeah. yeah yeah so i and then like so yeah if people are doing like ambient and shit like you're not you're not getting into that deep sleep you're not getting into rem it's like a cheat you know it doesn't even count yeah and Devastating. It, and that stuff's so addictive yeah. too like I, I i have so many friends who need ambient every single night or that stuff and even for me like that like the easies or whatever it was right. that i was taking you know i got into like 3 weeks in like it's straight that i was taking it every night i was like well i'm not going to not take it i have a huge day tomorrow of course i'm going to need it and right. yeah you feel it, like you need it and it it's not real and then i you know that doctor was like and told me that it's like linked to alzheimer's and dementia and i was like okay snap and i stopped taking it and it was hard to sleep for like the first three nights and then after that like my dreams came back in such a vivid intense way i was like oh now I see what she must Yeah, be. back on track. Yeah. I heard that, and this is a kind of a bummer for a lot of people, Rip Van Winkle was a, like a sleep aid guy. Yeah, was he? Yeah, so he's got an asterisk. Yeah. And you can't he, give him credit for all that sleep. He's not that he grew cool grew a big anymore. old beard. Guy was taking Ambien. Guy, guy was like just- like Barry Bonds. It was just- a, <laughs> Really, that beard was just from time. It was just time. Yeah, yeah, it had no, nothing to do with sleep. No deep sleep. To be honest, yeah. it was time. God, this time brought <laughs> um, I oh, sleep like a fucking bear, bro. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm not a good sleeper. Uh, I am I insane. mean, like, I am not a jealous woman, but, like, when I've had boyfriends that can just sleep on planes, Holy and I'm like, shit. I I get jealous. I'm like, uh, I, I, mean, I need my eye mask. I'll wear earplugs, no, and I, like, like, still can't even sleep. I am out. You, you could sleep on a plane? Buddy. You That's put, weird. To right be able now, to s- you put me in dusk. I'm barely hanging <laughs> I mean, out. I, I'm kind of with you on this. To be able to fall asleep in front of 200 humans. It's weird. In a, in a little tiny room. It's not like you're like spread out. Those in a fuckers, chamber. Yeah, they're right by you. It's fucking nuts. I'm like, I'm like on high alert, you wow. know, like, ju- like I'll jump up. Even really? if like I, my body's so tired, it's forcing me to fall asleep. My brain's fighting against it. Yeah. I'm j- jerking around. My mentality is... Those people don't care about me. Who cares? You're right. Who You're cares? Right. Yeah, I can't do it. Nobody man. cares about me. If if I get on that's a plane, that's not true. The, Eugene, but but people care. N- yeah. But not I don't. Trish. If you're Trish, listening, I Trish. know you care. I know she doesn't listen, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. she does care. Um, she doesn't care about the show, but she cares about me. Um, and and my son, but yeah. uh, Quince I, maybe, maybe yeah. times. Yeah, but still, he prefers mommy. <laughs> I go in and say good morning to him, and he goes, "Mommy." <laughs> I go, "Come on, dude." He goes. Where's mommy? I go, bro, it's me, man. I'm your fucking dad. I kept you alive again. Where's mommy? My kid will be like, mom. Like, he'll just call me mom, like, on accident. I'll be like, what is it? He's like, stop that. Don't stop doing that voice. What? It's your mom. I'm your mom. This is your mom. But yeah, no, I mean. You'll I'll, pay for that later in therapy. Yeah. I, fa- I fall asleep. So easily on planes, it doesn't matter, right? Because I'm jealous, to be honest, because it is that mentality of like, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? I get off that plane and somebody goes, "Hey, that dude was out cold." Yeah. Uh, well, I have a worse thing that's happened. Well, uh, I, I feel like this is. I feel like this is not appropriate for a podcast, but I like I felt like a, a the, my whole 
row is shape like shaking and i lifted my eye mask and the dude next to me was getting himself off oh it's a guy jerking off yeah jesus christ i like reached for the call but he's like no no please don't please don't it was was so horrible but yeah that's i mean (sighs) people do care yeah yeah well yeah that's sick why in the middle seat I, the I whole get, row was shaking. That's see, this so <laughs> insane. This is like why a plane? Period. Why uh, sitting next? Fucking disgusting. guys are horrible. Wow. Guys, it's, uh, guys are the worst. God. No, it guys are the gross. best. Yeah. I can say that for sure because I'm on a show with like the coolest five guys uh, ever. Uh, yes, I feel uh, like I growing up with four sisters. I feel like I just like got some inherited brothers. five big brothers. Yeah, that's cool. They're awesome. Yeah, that's how we treat you too. Uh, they razz me. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of razzing. A lot of razzing. Okay. Uh, wait, wait. Give us some more of the biohacking. Yeah, so the, the well. glasses. I love the glasses. I love the, the, the blue bed. light stuff. I love the bed. Yeah, okay. So let me. Is there anything else like um, consumption wise that you take in? Like Consumption? Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm a supplements whore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, like right now, like the place I'm living, I don't have enough space for like my supplements. So they're, they're like out on the counter, you know? Yeah, and on it's display. It's kind of like a journal, it's very personal. Sure. Um, <laughs> Um, but uh, but is there anything you don't have that, to divulge all? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. But if there's anything that you feel like is a helpful thing, or what are you excited about? Excited right about? Now? Yeah, I'll give you a couple that I'm doing. If you want to think, yeah. I, uh, so um, I got into like the Long Vita turmeric. Yeah. So that's like the oh, co- yeah. the concentrated ver- version of because there was this big debate on the bioavailability of turmeric and, and like, putting it with pairing it with black pepper, black pepper, the bioefferent to see if it like improves its bioavailability. And then also whether or not it just isolating the curcumin is like the best yeah. route. So this long Vita one is optimized curcumin. So you lose a little bit in the sense that it's not the full turmeric, but they've done um, some pretty good uh, research on, uh, improvement in cognitive abilities for people taking this specific oh, really? kind wow. of it. Yeah. So if you look, there's a couple people that are using this proprietary blend that's called Long Vita, uh-huh. different companies, but I, I've been taking that one. I'm into that right now. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And I found this really like clean version of omega threes through Nordic naturals. Oh, I, I take them as I well. I take that exact same one. Yeah. Too, yeah. But that doesn't have the heavy metals doesn't and have stuff. The, and yeah. yeah. And radiation, all the things that you have to be concerned about. Totally. All the scary shit. So I looked, there's a third party, a couple different third party sources. that (laughs) That's better than the second party. Not as good as the first. Keep your glasses on. Uh, (laughs) But third party to where they tested that, they tested all these different fish oils to make sure that they were delivering what they promised. Uh And this one, it's like the most expensive version of the Nordic Naturals, but this one came in at the top as far as the EPA and DHA and the clean, the how clean they are as yeah, far as metals. That's awesome. I'm I'm also a really big proponent of like IV nutrition. Oh, cool. So I, you're taking the IV. I get IVs like B complex once and all or that twice stuff? a week. Well, I have I have like. Uh, I, I have probably a hundred needles in my refrigerator. Oh, you shoot it uh, yourself. I shoot, I shoot the small ones myself, but I go in for proper like Myers cocktails, which is like a, and are like an immune drip. And then I do glutathione pushes, which is like an amazing detoxing agent for the liver. And like, wow. it helps with everything. Um, and for cancer patients too, right? Wouldn't, there, wouldn't yeah. they doing that for cancer yeah. patients for a while? I'm yeah. a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of the infrared saunas. My sisters and I teamed up and got one for my mom. Like, uh, I'm, I'm oh, cool. the brand that I'm the most familiar with and like is uh, Clear Light Saunas. 
but uh, it's been a cool thing because it's been like, you know, it's a three person sauna and like, we'll all go get in it and, you know, bond and whatever and like have a fun time and like laugh or whatever. And then do I, and I'm a big fan of like cold therapy. Uh-huh. I think that guy Wim Hof is one of the most interesting people walking the earth right now. Yeah. Um, I did like, um, his, I do his breathing techniques yeah. and the cold showers and yeah. my, like my favorite. And I would say like, this was just my, in general, like I think all of this stuff kind of like you lean into what, you like what feels good. And yes. well, big thing for me is I like to go to the K spa and I like mellow out in those cold plunges. Sure. I yeah. always say like if once I have it made, I'm going to have a red light sauna or like a infrared sauna and a cold plunge like in a home gym. Boy, bye. I'll that never see great. anybody again. The <laughs> infrared saunas, how hot do those go? I don't do the infrared. Be- I don't either. Because they, for me, like I'm trying to get the heat shock proteins from like the extreme heat. But, but those break blood vessels, and that th- that can harm that. That sometimes that heat shock protein ages ages you. Right. So it's a, it's it's dicey. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, there's drawbacks to both. There's yeah. a lot of good stuff for the infrareds, but I'm going like 180 yeah. plus, like the finish sauna, yeah, like the, that that whole study yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I and I think that like it, it sounds scary, but like infrared kind of like heats you more internally, right? Where it doesn't feel hot, but then all of a sudden, you're like sweating. 20 minutes in, you're sweating bullets in a way that I've never sweat in a hot sauna. And how long? How long uh, is it recommended to be in a infrared sauna? For? 45 to 40, an hour. Wow, it's a lot more tolerable than it is? than dry oh, sauna. Oh, Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And and like the detoxification, for me, feels like it's on a deeper level. I'm Got I'm it. one of those people that has a hard time sweating. Like I'll do a full spin class, and like the person next to me's got like a little puddle around them and Gross. I'm like maybe got a little boob sweat and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get boob sweat immediately. <laughs> right around my neck. Like <laughs> that's not boob sweat anymore. Huh? What is that? Huh? That's just neck sweat? Yeah, it's just your neck, dude. Uh, anyway, you can't call any sweat anywhere boob sweat. Yeah, I call <laughs> all sweat is no, boob it's sweat. Specific to the region, dude. Mm, we'll see. <laughs> Sorry, dude. We'll see what happens. Sorry, dude. Uh, I would I would I'd love to try a infrared sauna. I I You should. Just getting really into a regular sauna as well. I yeah. where, whatever you can get, I would get it. Sure. Um, there's also you're talking about uh, detox, and there's an interesting study on blood, urine, sweat, and they find that most heavy metals are secreted through uh, sweat. A hundred percent. Yeah. And it's, I got, I got tested, and I had high mercury levels, so yeah. that was part of what kind of like led me to wow. in that direction. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. So you want to do like a major sweat like that and then immediately, uh, wash off like scrub afterwards with like a, a mullet soap, you know, like one of those like good Dr. Bonner's like peppermint soaps or something Yeah. because you want to get, then get, remove whatever you've sweat out, like off your skin. A hundred percent. Yeah. But they found that that like, you know, to, to really get rid of those like heavy metals that are, are toxic. And this isn't like people will like in LA will say like detox all the time. This is fucking legit research on truly yeah. how you detox is through sweat like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, when you get like toxic levels of like heavy metals, lead and mercury were the right. two that I was the highest in. And, uh-huh. you know, I think like I take a lot of, uh, chlorella. Yeah. 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 And, um, chlorophyll. I think those are, and like, I, I will eat that stuff. Like I'll, I'll, I'll eat it. That's like my snack on the plane. Yeah. I eat those like green little tablets and I like, I basically taste like fish food and I love it. Yeah. They're gnarly. That's what like, uh, that what makes plants green, yeah. but that's also really good for like le- for leaching out those heavy metals. Right. Um, yeah, uh, Jeremy Piven, 
got a metal poisoning. Did he? I don't know. That's so, so he was, specific. He was bullshitting. Like he was doing Speed the Plow like the mammoth oh, play right. on Broadway. And I think That's he just right. was tired of doing it. So he's like, oh, I was it, eating too much sushi. He yeah. had a medical leave? Yeah. Well, my cousin, he had the same thing. He ate too much sushi and had like proper mercury poisoning wow. yeah. to a toxic level. It does happen. And, it, and, and I, you know... It, I had the high mercury and it causes like forgetfulness and like fatigue and the, yeah. you know, the, the symptoms are real. You oh know? yeah. It's not, you know, the term mad as a hatter. Yeah. That came from, um, uh, hat makers using, they used to use mercury to form the hats and they would all fucking go crazy because uh, they were around the toxic mercury all the time. This is true. Yeah. So that's where the term mad as a hatter. I know huh. you were asking me about that last week. I and asked I said, you, I emailed you and you never got back to me. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you were, I'm we're, bring, I'm making we're figuring good. it out on the podcast. I'm making well good done. on it now. Yeah. <laughs> good for you. Uh, dope. I love all that stuff, man. That's so great. I would say the one thing that I think that people uh, that gets misused specifically like I the the water that comes out of the fountains in LA is so I mean like gross and the steam rooms I think that people use them Ooh. at gyms and stuff and you're literally breathing in like you know like I have my tea kettle and that I use like even water that's come through a Brita and I have so much like crud around like the the rim of it and it's just like all the stuff that's you know and yeah i just like think barnacles and unless shit. you're, you're like, what is this a fucking sunken <laughs> ship or something <laughs> totally, <laughs> totally that's exactly what it looks like yeah it's got that white residue well yeah, described yeah. right um it's like but, a little treasure chest and a octopus in there yeah hiding. there's like three octopus in my yeah, <laughs> hiding, hiding three hearts but unless you're in a steam room that like is hooked up to a water filtration system you do not want to be breathing that stuff in uh-uh. no you're just asking to get like an upper respiratory infection or worse or worse yeah <laughs> a steam room infection yeah they're, they're scary they're, they're like i a, think that's something different eugene it is <laughs> it's, a steam, it's like when you talk to another guy in a steam room and yeah, talk like, about your boob sweat and stuff like that yeah okay one thing leads to another well, yeah. and then you have a <laughs> and you have a steam room you yeah. get an sti you get a steam room infection. <laughs> cool oh, man boy. i mean i learn yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Through practice. Uh, so how have you felt your health improve since you've been doing all this stuff? Oh, I mean, like I, I, um, I've never felt better. Never yeah. felt better. Yeah. I, yeah. I have like a mental clarity and uh, to be honest, I think something that like is so apparent to me is like how much our, um, anybody who struggles with anxiety or depression or like lows and highs, we don't realize how much food and, and like metal toxicity are these things people walk around and they identify that like, Oh, I have depression. And I've gone through periods of my life where it's like, you know, I've felt lower than others, but like, since I've kind of like, you know, started walking this path and like doing these little biohacks that are just like, to me feel like self love. It's not like I'm going out of my way to do all this stuff. Like I love doing this stuff and I have friends who love doing it with me. So I found like a bit of a community in that. So, you know, I'm yeah. sure like, but yeah, I but mean, it balances like, you out and it makes you feel yeah, healthier I, than you ever. I yeah. go back to Texas and I watch my friends eat like garbage and then have like panic attacks or like mood disorder stuff. And I'm like, man, like so much of it is if you could just like, if, if they could see that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, um, and, and be able to isolate the two things of like, Oh, I, and because I, it, it was actually a boyfriend who pointed it out to me and was like, man, when you come back to Texas and you eat like this, you kind of get like moody and whatever. And I was like, and I'd never really put the two together. And now it's so clear to me. I mean, of course, and then I'm also dealing with my family, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> but, um, 
you know, and, and I think part of it too is like, I, uh, I, I'm such an easygoing person and I'm like, always want to do what's best for the team. And I never like redirect where we're going to go to eat or whatever. And I'm always going to eat what's served and middle child. Yeah, yeah. Total middle child. Like I'm a peacekeeper. I just want things to be easy. But then like, you know, as you grow into your identity and yourself, it's like kind of understanding like what really works for you and, and, um, you know, sticking up for what you want and you know what I mean? Like, I don't ever want to rock the boat, but now I know, like, you know, if you guys want the best version of me, this is what that looks like. Right. And finding ways to do that in the, because, you know, I've heard you talk about this, Eugene, like you, you, the intermittent fasting people have a heart attack over what other people are eating and when they're eating and what they're doing. Like, you know, I did a three day fast and like the, the trick to that is don't tell anyone. Cause people are like, you're gonna die. Yeah. Like people get so worked <laughs> up. Like they're like, Oh God, does your mother know? Yeah. Like, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you guys. People are, people care so much of what you shouldn't do. Yeah. yeah. And everyone's an expert. Yeah. I was literally just going to say it's crazy. It's wild. Well, you know, I think that there's, there's some indisputable things. So you, you, you do exercise and taking care of yourself. Your body will reward you with feel good hormones and chemicals Mm -hmm. just straight up. It will. There's, you cannot dispute that because people will, People will write in like, oh, you know, come on, running doesn't, I've run, it doesn't feel good, whatever. You, you know, even if it starts off small, eventually you'll be rewarded with feel-good hormones. And it's, it's the way that our bodies got us to move around and find food, basically, yes. back in the Amen. day. Amen. Yeah. And being comfortable with being uncomfortable. Totally. Right. And if, you, um, if you're doing little things uh, to take care of yourself and practicing good self-care, the well, like the overall well-being that you'll experience, will go up because yeah. you're taking care of yourself. And I think you you made a good point to where it's like a lot of times people will, you know, do something they don't want to do or you know sacrifice their own personal health a little bit to kind of keep things easy. And that starts that's cumulative. It starts to weigh you down. Right. And so if you can take something back a little bit for yourself, people have families, people have responsibilities, so it can't be all the time always. But if it's yeah. just like a little moment for yourself to where you do something where you improve your sleep or, you know, you, you, you make a small food consideration yeah. for yourself. You eat more greens. Right. Like you just yeah. do that. You yeah. just yeah. do that. Or you encourage your family to go to a healthy restaurant, whatever. That's all going to start to build towards a more positive well-being Absolutely. and like a healthier outlook. A hundred percent. And yeah. I think sometimes like, you know, I've seen Eugene clearly knows this and like lives this, but like sometimes you got to put your head down and just do what you need to do for you. Yeah. And like, you know, you don't, you, you don't have to tell everyone what you're doing. You don't have to like beat them with your new religion. Cause that just puts people off. But, and it's this, the cliche thing is that, but all of a sudden people look at you and they're like, Oh man, you look great. You seem to be feeling, what right. are you doing? You yeah. know what I mean? And like, obviously I'm just, spewing it all out because this is a podcast about sure. well, say, yeah. this we're is, asking you this, yeah. is, this is yeah. the place for that but you know I think more than anything too is I've just kept it it's a little more sacred for me and it's what yes. I want to do and it's what makes me feel good and what's what gives me swagger and that's the version people want to see of me absolutely yeah. swagger has swagger has <laughs> yeah yeah, Cassie Swagger Hess. Yeah, yeah, you got. Yeah, everybody's. What's that swaggy going on? Yeah, a little swaggy. You gotta get a little bit of that swaggy. What's your drip? I mean, it is. It is that moment where it's you a Myers feel... cocktail with a glutathione push. <laughs> that is probably her drip. That's, that's yeah. her drip. That's your Literally. drip, man. Why don't get sick? Already? So good. Awesome. Um, oh, uh, we usually Song. like to ask. Um, 
uh, a song that pumps you up right now. Ooh, and guilty life. pleasures are Guil- fine. Yeah, People have divulged embarrassing stuff. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Um, let me see. Okay, Dolly Parton, nine to five. I've been oh. killing it with that song. I don't know why. That's but a like, great. I started one. listening to it in New York. I took all these meetings. It was like walking around listening to that oh, song. That's a great New York walking song. <laughs> totally is. That one's dope. Bum, 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 and this bum, bum. is. Are these specifically fitness songs? No, no. no it's just like that. We're it's, gonna make a playlist, but it's like whatever your whatever's pumping you up. Oh man, well I'll send a couple of songs your way. But I'm I'm a big fan of this band, Young Fathers. Okay, I think they're cool. They have a song in my view. Okay. Um, and uh, this is the day by the the is so good. It's like old school, but it's like it's another one where you're like, it's like this is the day that your world will certainly change. <laughs> it's basically the the that's riff. Great. That's good. And uh, by yeah. young, who's who did that? The one? The. The, the, the the your young fathers is the other one. Yeah, young yeah, fathers. young fathers. The the. You asked for one, but I, I'm I'm like someone I can talk like biohacking and like changing my mood and everything. Like so much of my acting preparation comes from my music. From I have music. playlists for everything that I mm-hmm. do for every emotion, and like that's how I just like go right to my soul. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Something so gives you goosebumps or yeah. makes you cry. There's got to be something there, right? Amen. Has to be, right? Has to be something there. Has to be. 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 Has to be swagger. Can we just slowly fade out yeah, <laughs> the yeah, podcast yeah. with y'all doing that, please? Has to be. Has to be. <laughs> it has to be something that you do. Uh, okay. And then uh, how do people reach uh, anything you'd like to plug other than Tacoma FD or um, uh, inst- like any um, um, social have- media stuff? Uh, two movies coming out. Um, I, uh, the Iron Orchard is a movie about like from Texas oil in the 1930s to fifties, which is a sick, it was an amazing book that like, uh, Clint Eastwood tried to do it. Paul Newman tried to turn it into a movie and you know, this awesome Ty, uh, Ty Roberts is the director and you know, it was a passion project for him. He's worked on it for years and years and, um, Alan McLeod, former guest of the show. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Know we're he, buddies with him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So that's I know out Lane in Garrison too. Weirdly oh, enough, no way. Yeah, yeah. 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 So um, that's in theaters right now. And then another cool movie I did, which is kind of like a retro, like throwback video game nostalgia movie. It's called Max Reload and the Nether Blasters, and it's like me and these dudes that we all work in this video game store, and it like kind of comes to life and. It's super sweet. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, Kevin Smith and Greg Grunberg is in it. And uh, I'm oh, great. super stoked. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that should be out by the end of the year. And then I guess uh, people can find me. You know, I'm on social media. I'm doing yeah. I'm, I'm a good elderly millennial. I'm doing all the things. You can find me on the gram. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, At but what? Hassie Harrison. There it is. That's easy. And Hassie Harrison for all of it. Great. For uh, us. If, yeah, if you want to find us, the dumbbells, that's what it is. At the dumbbells on all social media. Uh, if you want to email us, ask us anything, or brag about where you are uh, <laughs> in your fitness journey, please do. We'd love to hear it. We'd love to hear it. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Safe space. Uh, so do so at askthedumbbells at gmail.com. And uh, we'll have to have you back because I'm sure you'll have updated yeah. what you're doing and we want to hear new biohacks yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we need some new drips. We yeah. need some new drips. <laughs> Y'all so, are too fun. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, and on behalf of myself and Eugene Cordero, the dumbbells, and our wonderful guest today, Hassie Harrison, we would like to remind everybody that's out there listening to Train Dirty Eat clean. and Live in Between. Yes. Those extra, that five pounds yeah. make life worth living. I like it. I do too. Yeah. That was a headgum podcast.